that stuff. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Cat. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 137 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm Will Marshall with me <laughs> making inappropriate gestures is my co-host, Will. What's up, buddy? Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing this fine evening? Uh, if you're asking me, I'm doing fine because uh, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking? Uh, I had a very nice Captain Diet Pepsi with the dinner, and then right now I am imbibing my favorite beer wonderful newcastle brown ale how about you what are you drinking oh that's better yeah that's bringing it back dude uh newcastle we drank a lot of that back in the day yep that was my beer yeah totally um i am drinking uh did you talk about what you had at dinner uh, i said i had a captain diet yeah. pepsi yeah, yeah yeah i had um i had a space dust as i normally do and a little scotch right now i'm drinking earth thirst double ipa from um Oh, why is the brewing company just for Eel River Brewing Company? Excuse me. They do a lot of organics. It's very nice. Um, You're organic. It, it'll get me through it. I am organic. True statement. And so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at Amro Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, and Google Play. So if you like us and tell your friends, we would appreciate it. It'd be great. Support the show, uh, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Uh, we got tons of stuff up there and we're working on our contest, right? Yeah, we have our uh, annual Pucked Cantina going on at Comic-Con this year. Uh, same place, same day, I believe. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, we have our shirt that we're going to be doing. Last year, Mox won it with the uh, design. So uh, we have a deadline of June 15th um, to get your design into me or Marshall on our Twitter accounts or email it in at the usual podcast at gmail.com. Um, just basically come up with a design, send it in for uh, for our cantina, and yep. uh, that's it. Just yep. get it in by the 15th. If not, then I will be designing it. Someone's got to do it. I know, right? <laughs> So we do have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a Sword Tour fan, this show will not be very long this week. We have a couple announcements towards the end, so bear with us. Uh, we are going to talk about some Sword Tour, uh, a lot of Star Wars news, actually, and um, a little bit of uh, usual stuff. You know, actually, I just thought of a really great design for the shirt. Are you going to tell us, or are you just going to... Do you want me to tell you? Not really, but... Okay, well, then... Are you going to hang on to it? I'll hang on to it, just okay. because if, if we don't get any good designs in, I, I think we'll do because I think it'll be pretty nice. Neat. So, uh, before we get to SWOTOR, thanks to everybody who's in the chat room. I appreciate Kid Lee for the host, and uh, our drinking buddies, we always like to acknowledge them. We have uh, Mr. John Skeen, who will be joining us again uh, in the relatively near future, I think, and we also have um, Mr. Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hope he saw... Uh, did he see Solo? I haven't heard from him. I hope he did. You know, I don't. And, you know, actually, we can mention that uh, Zen is now a... Uh, oh, official drinking buddy. An Zen. official drinking buddy, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Um, and he actually should have been all this time. Um, he's contributed uh, to the show in big ways, especially around Comic-Con. Yeah, so, absolutely. He's, a, we, he's always a big help around Comic-Con. Yeah, so we appreciate you, Zen. Um, hopefully, one of these days, you'll get down there. The, the New York City Aussie. Exactly. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. All right, man. So let's get to Star Wars Yoda Public. Our bumper's not working, so I'm just going to pretend there's a bumper playing. We'll move on. Bumper. Bumper. 
like you want to fight, I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel. All right, man. So we can game. What'd you do this week, man? Um, I actually I finished the Nathema conspiracy. I did too. I'm gonna keep saying Nathema, and I'm just kidding. Nathema. Um, you know, I actually enjoyed. They said it. In the you thing. know, for the life of me, I was having trouble remembering the whole where Nathema came in the first place. Right. And then uh, after I finished the Nathema conspiracy with my main, which is my sniper, I went over to my bounty hunter because I'm trying to finish it off with that so I can get Mako back. Right. And um. Then it dawned on me because I played the the chapter of Kotet where you had to go to Nathema to find out where uh, Valen was brainwashed. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this story, man. Um, it was a nice wrap up. Uh, I don't know how you chose to do it at the end. I don't know how spoilerific we want to get. It's been a few weeks now, but. Um, I'm sure we can, we can, with spoilers, we can talk about Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a couple spoilers in here. But I mean, I think. I'm sure you killed him. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he deserved to die <laughs> uh, i welcomed him back into the fold oh god of course you did uh i don't know man i think um the way i like to approach these kind of things especially if someone betrays my party i very rarely bring them back in and this is fairly consistent with all of my role-playing um mmo single rpg kind of style but um i think it i get where he was coming from um but i just to me, it just didn't feel I feel like it mattered at that point. I feel like he betrayed enough people, and I feel like it was it was it and and to give Bioware credit, the writers of this storyline, um, it's one of those movie one of those moments in a movie where you're watching and they betray to betray so they can save you later. Right. And for me, I was like, eh. You kind of screwed us all, dude. Okay. For a little too long. The funny thing <laughs> is, is because I'm playing my bounty hunter. Um, and this is going to circle right back around to, to the whole, uh, Theron Sean thing. Um, my, my bounty hunter purposely has not romanced anybody since Mako. Oh, really? Because the, the role player in me wants the Mako bounty hunter thing oh, to work out because they're married. And, uh, they, cause <laughs> I, I married her at the end of the, uh, the story, right? Right. So the thing is, is, the opposite of that is why I didn't kill Theron Sean. Had nothing to do with the story. Hmm. I purposely don't like to kill off characters, even with my bad guys. I don't normally kill off characters because I don't want to miss out on actual gameplay later on that they might be involved in. Yeah. With single player RPGs, I take that approach. I have saved people because of that. But in this context, uh, I didn't give a crap. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I absolutely had two mains one dark side one light side which i really don't because i like my three mains mm. are all fairly light side one's kind of gray but that's more in like yeah, moralistic gray. decisions not in murdery decisions right right um like my, my bounty hunter is fairly gray because if it will profit him personally or him and mako then yeah he'll make that decision but if it's between somebody dying and somebody not dying he won't let them die i hear you man uh, uh, but yeah so but my my highest level i mean i I have a level 70, you know, inquisitor that kills everybody, but it's, uh, that's my, but I don't play it. And if I like, I don't, I haven't even started coffee with him yet. So I hear you. Um, anything else you did? Um, no, that's pretty much it. 
I missed, I missed, uh, well, actually, Wall got canceled. Uh, What's an Ops group got canceled. I remember, I, f- I was following you on Twitter last week. The three-day weekend. Yeah. Um, I couldn't make it last minute. Um, Tim and Frieda and them came into town. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, a whole bunch of people had stuff going on. Yeah, the only night they could hang out was Friday night. So I said, oh, sorry, guys, can't be there. And then turns out they ended up having to cancel anyway. So uh, no big deal. Uh, we'll try to get back to it this Friday. Yeah, I, uh, which I haven't tomorrow. had a chance to, to jump into the Narshadon Nightlife event yet. I haven't either. I have not even been in game much, to be honest, and that's been just the last two weeks of school. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. The, the, <laughs> I mean, tomorrow's my last day of work. I'm going to be traveling for the next week, and so yeah, um, I'm going to have almost no Wi-Fi for the next week. So I don't cross your fingers for me, guys. No, for sure. Um, all right. So should we get into this? Do you want to do wait till the end of the other stuff? I, I'll go ahead and say now because okay. you know, we might lose viewers by the end of the episode. Yeah, for sure. Um. So this is going to be my last episode for a little bit. I'm going on a mini hiatus for the month of June um, because I'm going to be road tripping for quite a bit. Um, plus, I just I need a break from everything hey, from work, school, podcasting, you know, responsibility. Um, so I'm actually uh, driving up to Seattle and then I'm going to be going up and down the coast. Well, down the coast. Uh, on the way to Comic Con, um, but I'm going to be spending so much time in like national parks and stuff. It's going to be remote, and the, the you know, the, I mean, I could make sure I'm in places for 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 Wi-Fi, but it's just it's a lot easier. So Marshall's going to have some exciting stuff planned for the next few weeks, and uh, I'll definitely be back for the for the last couple episodes before Comic Con, setting this up and everything. Yeah. So my plan, um, well, some of you, if you're in the live chat, <laughs> are wondering why it's still episode 137 and what happened to the episode this week. Um, last week we recorded a reaction show after Han Solo and, um, because of the way the week went and how short the show was, I decided, you know what, I'm going to hold off because I wasn't sure when Will's last show was going to be. So I'm going to post this and then I'm going to post our reaction show a couple days later. And then that'll give me a little bit of a lull to work on some stuff. Yeah. So, um, so even though I am saying this is my last show, you will hear me in the reaction I show. I keep saying last show. Yeah. You'll hear Will in the reaction show. Right. But no, I mean, but it is my... My last recording for right. the next few weeks. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, reach out to my my uh, uh, peeps and get some people on um, to fill in for Will going forward for a month or so. And uh, it's going to be- Did you say peeps? My peeps. My people. You know what I'm saying? I know. I got you. Yeah. I'm just using the the the, the kids are saying that, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so- well, well, um, I, I think you're on fleek. <laughs> oh, God. I'll have some, what I'm probably going to do is once I figure out what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a little disclaimer in front of the Han Solo show, uh, after this one. So, um, <laughs> Blade made it. Uh, yeah, it's, well, I'm going to put something in between, in bef- before the Han Solo episode to basically say why we say 137 and not 138, because this is episode 137. Yes. So, um, what's going to work though, is that, um, it'll give me time to work on some stuff and, um, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll get some, um, some familiar voices on the mic, I think. Yeah. And you know, if, if I, if I've, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll have access to cell reception probably wherever I am. So I'll be able to, to jump on my phone and, and get in the chat room and everything. So I'll still be hanging around. I just no, won't no. be, uh, we haven't dismissed you completely, but well, I'm about yet. to, Jeez. it's only a matter of time. Uh, so anyway, uh, you'll hear the reaction show and it'll give people, I've, uh, honestly, and what was funny, I was telling Will this at dinner tonight, our reaction shows uh, don't get too much listenership because I think what happens is we release them so close to the 
movie that people haven't seen the movie. People yet. haven't seen the movie and they don't go back and listen. So I just I I blame Blaine. You know, I blame him for a lot of things. Anyway, so oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> well, we can't yet, but we can next week. Here we go. All right, man. So shall we continue? Uh, we shot somebody just got ejected from the game. Oh, he got his. <laughs> it's probably a six foul. He's done. It's only two seconds left. By the way, we're, we're sort of watching the Warrior game while we're doing this, which is terribly terrible. But here we are. Um, <laughs> Blaine says that's rare. <laughs> all right. So what we're going to do is talk a couple of news items, and then we're going to move on to our Star Wars news. So I've got a couple things for SWOTOR. Um, right now we have double XP going. Um, probably by the time you hear this, I think it'll be over. I think it's over on Tuesday. Uh What's interesting is that uh, it didn't work right away, <laughs> sadly. The The next day after maintenance, they had to do a patch, a quick uh, restart, and um, and to get it going. People were hoping that they would extend it, but because of the way they set these things up, they couldn't extend it. Right. So um, it is what it is, but the nightlife event's going on, and there's some other stuff happening, so get in while you can. Um uh, there were some people asking about the new armor sets being posted on the cartel market, which uh, they've been trying to do more of. If you have, if you've gone to the cartel market, they have a lot of direct sell items now, which is crazy. Well, and we well, talked about I, this I'm a while. Have to jump in there then. And we talked about this a long time ago. But anyway, people were upset that the new armor sets aren't in the direct sell item. And uh, Eric said, "I can tell you that both of those items will be going up for direct sale in the coming weeks." Excuse me. Doesn't have direct timing, but. You try to get them in the ultimate pack, which is out right now, but um, the items got added in 5.9, would not roll out to the market, um, will roll out to the market over time. So it'll get there. Cool. Patience. Um, and there was an issue with the smuggler's luck um, in the machines. So it said the team believes they have a, 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 so the issue was there was a bug uh, with the smuggler's luck machine. And let me find exactly what was happening because I can't remember now. Hold on one second. That's the, uh, the that's the cheapest one of the machines, right? Yeah, and it says you can click them, and every time I get the double chips and the feeling message, uh, but no chips are given and the buff granted, uh, the chip amount stays the same. Okay. Oh, weird. Okay. So that is that is super weird. So, right, because the other one's King's Ransom, right? Um, King's... Kingpin tokens. Kingpin tokens. Yeah, yeah. So what they're saying is uh, that should be fixed with the maintenance that was this last Tuesday, which was a couple days ago. Um, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Excuse me. It won't require a restart. They're saying. However, they'll need to do a little magic on Narshadah itself while it's happening. If you're on NAR, um, you'll be kicked out of the zone. So basically, right. it's one of those things where they're going to fix it with people playing still. Yeah, so that's okay. good. So it should be fixed by now because that was a few days ago. Cool. Last thing, which I think is actually pretty damn cool, and I do have the link in the show notes for this. Um, You know what, Marshall? Uh, I think you're pretty damn cool. Thanks, buddy. Are you done? I love you. Okay. So as Keith <laughs> mentioned in the roadmap, this is Eric Musco talking. They're looking at making some war zone changes this year. So the cool thing is, is this. The goals of the changes are to shorten the average time of war zones to about 12 minutes. There's some that can take a lot longer. I know. And that's it. Because you know me, I'm not a major war zone person. But every yeah. once in a while, I'll jump in. And, and then, you know, for life of me, I, I, you know how everyone complains they get hutball or something mm -hmm. way too often? I always get the one where you have to go for the doors. Oh, Void Star. And I can't stand that one. Oh, I like Void Star, but it, it does. It's one of the longer ones. So, well, it's because I'm a freaking sniper, and they just keep picking me off. Sorry, go ahead. I was literally about to segue, and then you blew it. 
<laughs> so they're trying to shorten the, the war zones around 12 minutes and um, to have a few war zones that are taking quite a bit longer than usual. And it says the war zones that are exploitable due to the environment hacking, they want to fix that. So those are the two major things. The first on the list, segue, is Void Star. <laughs> so basically what they're doing is they want to give the offense a much better chance of, of completing the objective. Um, and what I always got frustrated with Void Star, and I actually really that the like, offense never wins? Yeah. Because it's too easy to defend if you if your team is in sync, right? Um, so well, all you have to do is stand by the freaking door and interrupt. Exactly. So they're trying to make it um, more about a race to complete the objectives as opposed to a map, which often is in a stalemate. So less stalemates will uh, stalemates will shorten. Sorry, less stalemates will shorten the overall time of the map. Good. So it says the door will now take six seconds to arm down from eight. Defenders will have 15 seconds to disarm the door bomb down from 20. Um, the bridges and lowering the shields now take six seconds down from eight. Force fields are now blocking the reactor rooms um, under the bridges or extended. And characters um, who hack their way into the last two rooms of the war zone before the bridge is extended um, will now be killed. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. They're yeah. like, oh, you found a way to circumvent that? You're dead. So I love that. Exactly. Uh, so Agent Hypergate, there's some changes as well. A lot of it has to do with the rounds and the amount of points uh, for the orbs. I still have never understood that game, so I'm not going to go into that. Alderaan is one of the worst ones. That takes forever. The turrets now damage ships for 12 damage per, stick, per tick up from 10, which is good. That means that the matches will go faster. And characters exploiting by hacking... Inside the capture terminals will now die when they do so. <laughs> Those are my favorite posts. Are you leaving? Okay. Will's leaving. That's yeah, fine. Um, and so on Yavin, uh, further differentiate the map from Alderaan Civil War, along with shortening the match time. Teams will now start with 500 points down from 600. Uh, and when players die, they reduce their team score uh, by two up from zero. And character exploiting hacking <laughs> will die, which I love. So here we are. Uh, now I'm alone. Will left, but it's okay. I'll be all right. Overall, oh, so the Warriors won. Yeah, kick ass. So overall, dude, I think this is a good step for uh, oh, absolutely PvP. You know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- I mean that's like the biggest thing. Uh, like for me, one of the reasons why I don't like War Zones is that for for somebody like me who's a total noob in the the group mechanics of it all, it's so easy for me to either one just get killed because I don't know exactly what I'm doing or two. It's so stalemate oriented that I don't feel like I can contribute at all. Exactly. So man, um, I cannot wait to get back in game. I cannot wait to, uh, be able to game again. I know. Right. (laughs) It's basically where I'm at right now. So we're going to get to our star Wars section. And if you're new to the chat room, our bumpers aren't working because of a glitch with my computer. Um, but since you can hear us, we're going to move on. I'll well, insert the really quick later. before we, I mean, just this gaming, it's not so yeah. Have you seen anything new about the fallout 79? Mm-mm. Whole bunch of stuff dropped this week. So really? yeah, cool. I'll check it out. We'll talk about it next week. Cool. Well, well, you will. I will. <laughs> All right, man. So let's get to star Wars. Pew, 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 pew. How long has it been since I pew pewed? Yeah. It's been a long time since you pewed. Pew, pew. I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. 
Oh, no, we have no bumpers. We're just gonna move I on. Forgot, no bumpers. All right, so, <laughs> so uh, those of you who know me, uh, no, I'm I'm a perv, and uh, well, here we are. <laughs> not really, but well, kind of, but not really. But anyways, no, it's just this is great because there's a burlesque show that's been going on in I think Australia and in Europe for a while, um, and it's it's a burlesque show. Um, you know, and, and it's not Thunder Down Under, but it's Star Wars themed and it's called The Empire Strips Back. <laughs> I love it. And it involves a chorus line of stormtroopers, a dominatrix Darth Vader, oh, wow. and a uh, Mark Hamill twerking to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> and uh, But it's coming to uh, California. It's actually this coming week. It's going to be playing in shows all up and down the uh, California coast. Right. Uh, San Diego on the 2nd, San Francisco on the 9th, uh, Sacramento on the 7th, I think. Uh, sadly, we can't go to any of it, but yeah, I almost talked Marshall into having our main picture up in the the video chat. Yeah, I decided not to do that. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say something a couple months ago when you were talking about segueing, that if we had a, a real proper vidcast with some good graphic interfaces and stuff, yeah, sure. Whenever we said drop the word segway, it'd be a little a little image of Marshall <laughs> on a segway going a back segue? and forth across the screen. I'll make that happen. <laughs> I, I, I will if make if that you happen. want to make that happen, please go to Patreon.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's our next endeavor. All right, man. So, um, something about Star Wars comics, et cetera, et cetera. Mentor Beckett. Yeah. Um, if you follow Star Wars comics at all, we don't do it as much as we used to. Sadly. Um, but there's a one shot that just came out this week called Lando Double or Nothing. Oh, cool. And so it's about the Donald Glover arrow Lando. Um, but there's a new one that just got announced today. It's going to be coming out in August and it's a new one shot called, ready for it? Star Wars Beckett. Nice. And it's the Beckett backstory. I like it. I'm in. Oh, absolutely. I like that character, man. Yeah, I think there's a lot there. Yeah, there is a lot there. And I mean, I, I if you haven't, well, you'll you hear this in the 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 spoiler filled show, but from past us, right? From past us. Yeah. Um. So, spoiler here. Just shut your ears for about thirty seconds. <laughs> um. Uh. Infer's nest. Mm-hmm. I think might be Beckett's daughter. Oh, that's interesting. I think, and I think she might end up being Sana Solo at some point. Okay. I'm in like Flynn in a bin. I think that'd be cool. All, All right, right, so that's just me. So that's it. So no, I I agree. I I, I was waiting for um, uh, in first nest to be somebody. You know what I mean? Right. I was waiting. Uh, I, and it's okay if if she's not. But I think at some point she will become somebody else. Yeah. Well, I mean, even well, even if she stays, we don't actually don't have a name either. Right. We just have her title, kind of. Well, we're assuming that's her title. Yeah. Exactly. I'm guessing it's kind of like Mandalore. You know, it's just right (laughs) in the first one. All right. So uh, tell us about, oh, this is a a new, there's a new book coming out. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one is actually written by, I want to say it's Amy, Amy Ratcliffe. Oh, really? I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Amy Ratcliffe? Really? Yes. So Amy Ratcliffe has written a book called Star Wars Women of the Galaxy, and it celebrates the saga's dynamic female characters. She's the one that helped get started um, her universe and stuff, right? No, yeah, well, I think she's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you haven't seen the stuff that her universe is putting out now, that they've really gotten in depth with uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. They're putting out great stuff. Um, so it's really cool. There's a, a new book coming out, and it's coming from Chronicle Books, but it's going to talk about. Uh, uh, it looks like it's 18 different women. Um, it's going to feature Leia Organa, Ray Ahsoka Tano, Jern Urso, Rose Tico, Maz Kanata, and many more. This is cool. Um. And it's getting a whole bunch of different illustrators. Um, it's very, very cool. And I, one of them said, uh, if, is it going to include um, Barris Offrey? 
Oh, okay. And yes, it will. Oh, nice. Because yeah. she's a very great character. Nice. Um. So, um. Yeah. So exciting. I and actually, I I learned this was posted at StarWars.com, but I learned about it because everybody is retweeting it, and I I think I saw it from Felicia Day. Nice. When dude. she retweeted Amy uh, Amy Radcliffe's tweet. So that's exciting. That's coming out, and I think that'll be great for for any parent to give their kids, boy yeah. or girl, whatever. Um, it's it's just going to be great to show such uh, strong female role models. I'm excited about it, dude. That, that's um, that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. What do we got? Uh, we've got some solo news. So you know, you know, there's always people that are in. I mean, the the princes were in uh, solo, but got cut. Right. Uh, Tom Hardy was in Last Jedi. You know, all these different things. Or not Last Jedi, uh, Force Awakens. No. Tom Hardy was in Last mm-hmm. Jedi. It was uh, uh, Daniel Craig that was in Force Awakens. Right. Kevin Smith in Force Awakens. Well, it looks like Tom Hanks was almost going to be a stormtrooper in um, in Solo. Because, really? of course, he and Ron Howard go back decades. Oh, forever. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've known each other forever, but they've worked together on a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, most notably, the... Uh, Robert Langdon movies, so like Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons and stuff like that. Um, but he, they just couldn't fit it into his schedule. But ro- this is coming from Ron Howard. He thinks now that Disney knows that Tom Hanks is interested, they'll fit him in somewhere. Oh, that's cool. Dude. So I think that'd be really cool. And actually, I would really like to see him in the Obi Wan movie. No, I think I think um, I actually okay. So I don't know, and we talked about this last week um, or two weeks ago. With the, if if you've read the Kenobi novel, novel, it'd be nice if it sounded like they were kind of going that direction. Yeah, that's but what, what it sounds. But like. what I kind of would like to see is if they bring a Tom Hanks, kind of like what they did with Beckett and uh, yeah. and and Ironreich, and you know what I mean, uh, and Solo. I I would like. Uh, I think he should have someone else. Maybe some gray Jedi or something. Well, you know, you know, honestly, I was thinking is I don't want mentoring. Yeah, I definitely don't want him to be a stormtrooper. No, no, not some faceless thing. I'm okay with something being faceless, but something that is more important. Like I could imagine him being one of the main Tuscan Raiders, Mm -hmm. or and I'm gonna and when they take off their robes or whatever. Yeah, but going back to the Kenobi novel, there was a couple of characters that I think a Tom Hanks would be really do really well at, like native Tatooine. Moisture farmers, the people really trying to survive on Tatooine. There was a couple of antagonists, I think, that Hanks would do re- well at yeah. if if they're going to go with that. Yeah, well, and, and on top of that, um, you know, they have a history of doing. I mean, bringing Al Gennison to be the original mm-hmm. Obi Wan, bringing Max von Sydow to play uh, the uh, the Jedi or not Jedi, but the uh, the guy that uh, Poe gets the oh right the chip um, from at the beginning yeah. of Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a history of bringing in uh, high caliber actors. Yeah, Lorsenteka, and they—I mean—they have a, a history of bringing in high caliber actors. Absolutely, and I think that'll be fun. I think that would be nice, and I—I'm really looking forward to the Obi Wan movie. Um, I would like to see some actors like that come in and do a minor role, mentor role, or an antagonist role for sure. Yeah, um, because I mean, um, Woody Harrelson had a bigger role in it than I actually thought he was going to Me have. Too. Um, but something like that definitely just cut the screen time in half, and mm-hmm. it'd be something that could easily fit into Tom Hanks' schedule for sure. Um, so again, spoilers—you're gonna hear us talk about this a lot in the 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 reaction show. But um, there's a major character from the lore that we find. Yes, and Samuel Jackson playing the prequels, absolutely that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you, Thunder Gods. Um, oh, which by the way, 
How excited are we that Lawrence Fishburne is joining the oh, Marvel Fishburne. Universe? I love Fishburne. I saw the newest uh, Ant-Man. <laughs> sorry, this is totally out of sync, but the newest Ant-Man and the Wasp, and, he's, I know. and Fishburne's going to be in it. He's going to be great. That's going to be awesome. Okay, so anyways, um, we know at the end of Solo, a major dark side character shows up. I'm not going to name him, but I will just say that when Ron Howard is brought on to take over for Lord Miller... Um, that character's name was basically just called Boss, mm-hmm. and they had a list of of characters that they you know knew and and established characters that they were going to fill into that role, and on that role was the one that they chose. On that list was the one that they chose, and when Ron Howard saw the list, he fought for that one. Right. So Ron Howard fought for that character to come in. Yeah. Well, and and we're trying to dance around this because we haven't released our reaction show. It's only been a week, literally a week, since the movie came yes. out, and I, I'm trying not to spoil too much. But um, I was so stoked when that character came on the screen, and I hope that that is a continu- continuing yeah, thing. If you have sure. seen the movie, I recommend going to the Nerdist channel on mm-hmm. YouTube because they have a video they just posted yesterday, I believe. And Jessica Chobot talks about how there's a possibility that that character could be a minor behind-the-scenes puppet master type role behind the Boba Fett and Obi-Wan movies. Oh, that'd be so cool. I think that would be very cool. I would, I would cool. love that. Um, and we're tying with time with everything else, absolutely especially with rebels and everything else exactly so. and that would be a very much of marvel thing that would come into the mm-hmm. star wars universe for sure um all right so oh we talked about that one uh what else we got so th- Republic. this is my favorite thing okay okay we have been arguing for uh, for anything from the old republic to be brought into lore i mean we are grasping at straws when darth bane was mentioned in the end of the final season of clone wars right right um, well, this this movie solo in a char- one of the major f- villain characters' offices, there's a beautiful obsidian desk mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of uh, what looks like mystical carvings on it. Well, it turns out if you read the solo visual dictionary or visual book that just came out, um, it explains that that carved desk was taken from the tomb of none other than Exar Kun. That's crazy. So Exar Kun is canon. And and these these little subtle pulls from canon, and not so subtle. So we've got Exar Kun, we've got Bane, then we've got the major pull like Thrawn, right? Right. Um. So when when do we start? I I imagine at some point Disney or whoever's in charge of this, um, is going to start pulling chunks like large There's chunks just from wealth from of, the of older story they're not to pull, pull from well and they have to give some uh props to you know bioware for this i mean oh absolutely i mean with uh you know knights of the republic and beyond with swotor and everything yeah, well, else it's not just a couple of games it's no, no, no. it's like four games it's a novel wealth of books comics mm-hmm. it's yeah. everything and so uh that world that we've been playing in for six years for uh swotor fans we would love to see some of that uh, stuff come into play, yeah, and, and we're totally okay with it not being, you know, verbatim. No, no, no. Uh, Pick and choose. Yeah, exactly. And but what they've done is they've taken the Thrawn character and then gone yes. somewhere with it. I'm curious to see uh where they where they would like to go. Like, I don't think they're going to dive into some of the stuff from Knights of, uh, you know, from Knights of the Republic. As I guess the wider scope of it, but. Taking some stuff from it, I think. Well, like awesome. like a perfect example, both light side and dark side mm-hmm. is bringing in Mara Jade and Prince Zizor. Yeah, two very beloved characters from the EU or Legends, but not necessarily from the strongest source material. I'll I mean, be honest; I think they will never bring in Mara Jade, and I and the only reason I'm saying that is 
there's it's one of those characters. It's not like a Thrawn character where it's almost universally beloved. Like I found that the more I talk to people, people either love Mara Jade or hate. And there's so much divisiveness right now with these last films. Like I feel like if they bring in Mara Jade or allude to Mara Jade, Star Wars fans are rabid enough and vocal enough. I honestly don't think that's the right way to go. No, but what I think is if, again, if they just take the character and do it the right way, right? No, I understand what you're saying. So so my suggestion would be don't jump right into the Mara is Luke's wife, right? That is totally not the right place to go. Right after that, we lost two people. (laughs) (laughs) My suggestion would be to actually introduce her in the Kenobi film. Okay. Okay, but this is how. Okay. Okay. Near the end of the Kenobi film is obviously going to be when Luke is getting into his teens or preteen years, right? right. He's going to be 17, 16, right around there. Mara Jade is about the same age. This is about when she's becoming the Emperor's Hand. Right. Have her still be dark. Yeah. And just have her referenced as the Emperor's Hand. Never name her. Okay. But the Emperor's Hand that happens to be a redheaded kick-ass female. I would love to see the Emperor's Hand, honestly, but here we are. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so, speaking of Boba Fett, uh, why don't you just, first of all, tell them that it's confirmed. Yeah, Boba Fett is a thing. Uh, they're going forward. Uh, it's in the works, and we're going to get it. And I, and I figured that was going to happen right? either way, but it was one of those things where I'm not as on board with that as I am with even the even the um, Job of the Hutt movie. I'd rather see than Boba Fett. Only in that. I, I feel like that world I want to see more. And also, I feel like we already got sort of a Boba Fett origin story in the prequels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see that. Well, the, the origin, the, but we get, we don't... I know we missed the chunk of time and like... Where he I becomes mean, a badass. I mean, how... I don't know, man. I mean, unless they're going to get into the Mandalore stuff, but they've been touching on that in Rebels. So I feel like... I don't know. I just I just want to go somewhere else. I don't I don't want to keep going back... I don't know. I feel like Boba Fett's been a crutch. Oh, absolutely. I think the only way this will work is they turn it into a really, really dark, mm-hmm. like, bounty hunter movie. Shit, why not make it rated R? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You know? And take a, because like, not a Deadpool approach, but no, you know what I mean? No, but they have to They have to go dark with Boba Fett. Yeah. They cannot go kid-friendly. No. But they won't go more than PG-13, and it'll be just... You know what it is. I think. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm honestly okay if they keep it PG-13 as long as they go dark like they did with Rogue One. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. People have to die around yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. No. No. Or else Blay, it, you're right. You. We were talking about this the other day, and I said that there's no way of them taking it to rated R. I'm not trying to take your idea, but you. I know that Disney will never do a Star Wars rated R movie, but. I'm bringing in the conversation that we had the other day, and I forgot that's who we were talk. I was talking to, but yeah, if they if they take it rated R and they go a Logan, freaking Deadpool approach, that's one way they can do it. They'll never do it because Disney, period. They're not gonna do it. See, I don't. They're I not don't, gonna do it, dude. I don't There's know. No way they're gonna have a Star Wars Star Wars title on a rated R movie. There's no way. That's what I was telling Blaine. This is why you I, have to remember that that Disney distributed Pulp Fiction. Under Miramax. That's what I'm saying. But what are they going to do? Say it's not Lucasfilm? No, 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 no. Just come up But with they're it. not going to do Lucasfilm Disney and then put it right No, off. but you could do Lucasmax. Create a new subdivision. Yeah, Just like how Marvel has the Max titles, which is what they released. 
I, I hear what you're saying. Okay, because that's what they're going to have to, if they, when they bring in Deadpool, they're going to have to do that. Oh, they're no. going to have to figure something out because they can't make Deadpool PG-13 again. No, I'm just not, I'm just not into the, I'm not into the uh, Boba Fett thing. Honestly. Okay, well, I'm just like... saying it doesn't necessarily have to be R, yeah. but people have to die because yeah. it has to really fulfill that one line that everybody wants wants to f- be fulfilled that never got fulfilled and that's yeah. no disintegrations i wouldn't mind if um i don't know how do i want to say this i wouldn't mind if they if they kind of alluded to what happened in rebels and brought boba fett in you know with the mandalore stuff you know what i mean like maybe go to a time where he becomes mandalore for a bit and how that happened but uh, again i'm just not that interested in that does that make sense yeah no i get you but here we are I like the history of the Mandalorians and all that. Um, but the thing is, is he even really a Mandalorian? He has the armor, but he got that from his dad. Again, that's... We don't know. I don't know, but... Do I mean, I we care? don't know in this but current canon. do I care? I hate you. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> so, um, so th- for once, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm still in Blaze Ideas. Everybody's mad at me. Can we move on? Um, well, I do have one more thing about Boba Fett. Okay. There is a news that there's actually oh, that already was the reason a, we we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's actually already a fan. Uh, uh, people are really shooting for trying to get them to cast uh, um, uh, Taika Watiti, who directed Thor Ragnarok, but he also did the voice of, of Korg. The my favorite character in that. Great, That's so amazing. he's funny, yeah. right? And people know him more for directing Thor Ragnarok, but he's an actor as well. Yeah. And he's Maori, so he yeah. actually fits right in with the with the. I love his voice. I love his voice. I love his delivery. I love how uh, I love the. It's not the it's the speed of the speech, right? And and just I I love the cadence. The cadence. That's what I'm like. Yeah, and which the cadence be, of his speech which would be phenomenal amazing. because we really haven't heard Boba Fett speak. No, not not outside of a few right. random sentences. He has like five lines, right. and, and one of them is ah. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah i agree um, um i don't know but again and and blade brings it up you know relationship with Django. do i care about that no i think they have to, saw that yeah they have to ignore Django. that you have to like you have to jump forward to at least him being 20 like it's got to be where he's about okay solo so here's here's what i want out of a boba fett film are you ready <laughs> you want to want i want to i want to know okay so here's what i want we just saw Solo, okay? We have the beginning of an amazing criminal, Star Wars criminal underground. Yes. Okay? Alluding to the fact in Solo that they're, they're going to go to Tatooine next, which we know this already from, you know, the, the right. you know, events, the films. Right. What I want is a Boba Fett version of how he is where he is in relate like running parallel with all this other stuff going on. Yeah. And within that, we see what's going on with uh, Boba Fett, not Boba Fett, um, with um, Jabba, that part of it. Crimson Dawn. All of that. Keep that going. And then that can branch off into the Jabba the Hutt right, film. Okay. If you haven't heard. And so- everything else. If you haven't seen Soul yet, shut your ears for 10 seconds. Yeah. Bring Kira back in. That's what I'm saying. So there's N the the boss that we alluded to earlier right we exactly. have all these the and and what i like about what and this is what we talked about in the reaction show which will be released after this what i really liked about that film is it alluded to all these other things going on that i know they're going to draw from you have these you have these amazing actors 
who will um who will who have signed on for three films. So then you can play with this idea of all right, we've got we have a Han Solo film that goes this way, but spearing off from that we have Kira's story, yep. we've got Lando's story, Boba Fett somewhere in the background. Yep. We have all these things going on, so you can go these places and see these other characters cycling in. They mention IG88. They mention all of these other. They mentioned Bosk. They mentioned Bosk. Yeah. So I mean, was it Bosk? Did they mention yeah. IG as well? Uh, no. Maybe I'm thinking Bosk. They mentioned Bosk, and so you have these uh, the bounty hunter underworld you can dive into on live action that would mirror what's going on before uh, episode four, which. Right. I would like to see. Honestly, I'm okay with the Boba should, Fett movie if that's what it is. Honestly, they should just turn this into a, a, a ten episode hour long series called Scoundrels. I want that more than anything. Yeah. So uh, and, and to answer Blaze's question, <laughs> uh, it would have to take place between Solo and Rogue One. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if it goes too early, they're too young. If it goes later, then it's too far into canon. Yeah. And that time period is pre rebellion, right? Right, and pre can, pre launch of the rebellion. Right, but the thing is, is it's at the same timeline as Rebels, so you mm-hmm. can bring in ghost characters. Exactly, and I would love to see what if, I mean, what if in one of these films, uh, you know, you see, I don't know, um, what's his face, the Carabas. Uh, he always says Carabas. What the frick is the alien guy's name? The guy who had the the feud with uh, Mutton Chops. Oh yeah, why um, can't I remember his name right now? I can't remember his name. Oh come on! But uh, him, Zeb, and, Zeb. Excuse me, Zeb, and also Zeb. the uh, the Imperial that flipped. Exactly. So you get you 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 have these other stories that are going on in the Star Wars universe that are canon because of this other stuff, obviously because of Rebels. But then you hear uh, you have uh, uh, Sindula mentioned in Rogue One and all this other stuff. So you can go there, and, and I think that would be fun. You also bring in Caden uh, uh, and his master. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have, uh, obviously, the other stuff with Maul and all this other things exactly. going on, too. So, I don't know, man. I, I, If they do it in the in the scope of what we've seen in Solo, I'm in. Yeah. If not, I'm out. Yeah, it has to at least be like Solo. I'm if hoping I see more a like Boba Rogue Fett one. origin story? No, we can't have it. I will pull well, my dreads already, out one That's by already one. in canon. They can't mess with that. I'm just saying. All right. So, let's be 20 dreads. Tell me, about, tell me about Obi-Wan. Did I, did I beat that in the ground? You or? did. I hate you. I feel like I had to beat one topic into the ground before I don't podcast with you for like a month. True. True. Plus, we had tangent at least once. Oh, so many tangents. Okay. All right. So, uh, bumper. Bumper. I can't imagine any kind of future where I am a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are. Heroes, your legends. So now we're in the usual roundup. Uh, we actually we don't have a lot here. We don't. We only have a few stories, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, so, Walking Dead news you have? Yeah, there's actually some yeah. major Walking Dead news. Yoda, would you say? I said Walking Dead news you have. Freaking Yoda. <laughs> Um, so I haven't actually been keeping up on Walking Dead. I mean, I keep up with the major overall arc of stuff. I mean, I know who Negan is. I know all that stuff. I haven't watched it since the beginning of season four. So, you know, with the whole governor thing. Um, but I do know that Coral, you know, died in season eight. Right. Sure. So, but they're coming up in season nine. They're having a couple of big exits. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes and uh, Lauren Co- uh, Cohen, um, 
are both going to be leaving in season nice. nine. Okay. So those are major, major characters that they're going to have to write out of the show. And That's I'm really different. curious how they're going to do it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I would be more interested if I've ever seen a single episode. So it's actually entertaining. It's just, I, it's too, it's, it's, I think it's way too slow for you. No. And I think so too. And I, I honestly haven't watched the last season of the CW shows even like I have too much. I'm way behind. I have too much happening right now for yes. me to watch TV. oh which reminds me i just put a new documentary series in that you're gonna love mm. there's a four-part documentary series in uh that came off the of cnn called 1968 the year that changed the world and it takes each season so fall winter spring and summer oh my god i'm so happy right and now. i just put them in so they're in there ready for, ready for you to watch the what you guys are hearing right now are tears marshall's having an eargasm i and and this is dumb but uh, I honestly, I'm a, I'm a huge, as far as history goes, my favorite sections of history are the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Especially the sixties. Um, well, you're a hippie not, at heart. Not only, you know, well, I'm a hippie at heart, but also not because, you know, we have the civil rights movement. We have the, uh, you know, the, um, what's the other, how do you say it? Uh, um, you know, I mean all of that, but, um, free love. It's the uptick of. The youth generation, the yes. generation coming up and saying, I, I'm going to rebel against this because I don't feel the same way my parents did. It's when we first started to become woke. Exactly. The wokeness. Also, which reminds <laughs> me, I wokeness. just finished an actual book. Like In my read hand, a, read I a read a book. Hold on. What's the date? Should we write this down? Uh, this well, down. I did post it to Twitter. Um, I don't follow you But no, my, my, I keep talking about it. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I keep talking about it when uh, we talk about... Um, Sorry, no. I cracked myself up. Yeah, I hate you. Uh, actually, go to audibletrial.com slash usual podcast and get Steve Barry's The Bishop's Pawn. Because, honestly, you should read this. It's it's actually from my favorite uh, author. I'm writing it down. And it's, uh, it's based on this character who's been around for 13 books, right? Mm-hmm. But this is kind of like told mostly in flashback mm-hmm. to his first case when he started with the, the government agency that he worked for for most of the time in these books. Um but it has to do with the Kennedy, with the uh, the Martin Luther King assassination. Oh, really? And it really flips all your expectations on its head. Okay. And it really makes you look at it so many different ways. It's jam packed with action. Nice. It's jam packed with great King speeches and a lot of stuff like told. Uh, and it's the first one told first person from this character's point of view, which is great. Cool. I highly recommend it, and I will loan it to you. Uh, I'm not going to read the book. I'll get an Audible. <laughs> it's uh, audiblechild.com slash user podcast. What's funny about this is I wrote down, instead of Bishop's Pawn, I wrote down, Will read a book, 531 2018. I'm just kidding. I wrote is down that the book. name of our car- of our episode? <laughs> Will read a book. No, I, I, I wrote down Bishop's Pawn. I'll check it out, but I haven't read the other ones, but does it matter? Um, Kinda. No, not really, because it actually it alludes to a lot of stuff that you find out later in the series. But the cool thing is, is even though this is the 13th, I mean, there's 13 novels in the series, yeah. like five ebooks, a whole bunch of stuff. But this is a flashback to his original. Case. Well, they're not all, well, I can check it out. But um, also, boy, <laughs> boy, have we tangented. We have. I'm sorry. Shall we go back? We shall go back. <laughs> um, so tell me what's going on with the Lego movie. Lego Movie uh, has got a title, the sequel to the Lego Movie. This is this is formerly known as Lego Movie Two. Lego Movie Two. Uh, it gets a perfect title according to the Nerdist. Is it called Everything Is Awesome? <laughs> no. Every sequel is awesome. No. It's called the second part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is perfect. Well, what's funny? About, I mean, how perfect is that, right? Second part, because 
parts of Legos. Yep. Plus, it's, I mean, it works on a lot of levels. That's all I want to say about that. That's deep. I I I really enjoyed the Lego movie. And I oh, I loved it. I still haven't seen the Batman one, but I really uh, I didn't like that one as much. But, but the first one was fantastic. Maybe I was too much of a Batman fan going in that one. Could be. I haven't watched it again, but my kids liked it. But all right, Disney news. Um. Okay, so this is actually way inside baseball type stuff. But we've been talking about the murder for the longest time. Comcast is coming in trying to make a deal. I heard it might not be happening. The Comcast the thing Fox or? one. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's a whole bunch of. I mean, it's it's a year long process, mm-hmm. um, because basically Disney put in a bid, Comcast put in a bid, Fox chose Disney, but it has to go through all the the regulatory hoops and it has to get voted on by the Fox uh, shareholders, and that's where this comes in. The Fox shareholder vote is going to happen this summer. Okay. So it, it, right now, Disney's still the front runner. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, so there's that. Also, <laughs> Disney's getting sued. By the Michael Jackson estate. And this is funny because it's not actually like uh, the Elvis Presley estate, which is owned by like the Elvis Presley estate is what mm-hmm. it is. But it's, uh, it was run for years by Priscilla Presley. Okay. Um, this is actually owned by a few different corporations and they share the, the responsibility and the wealth and all that stuff. Um, but uh, ABC put out a documentary uh, recently called uh, Michael's Last Days or something like that. And it was theoretically supposed to talk about his last days with the doctor and the, the oh, medicines the and all controversy that stuff. about that. But yeah. it ended up being a lot about his history and stuff. And so they played like Billy Jean and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so they're actually getting sued by the estate for copyright infringement. Eek. Which is really odd because Disney's very protective of their copyright. Yeah, usually they're pretty good about that. Uh, but and actually th- this was actually brought up a few months ago when they first heard about this happening and the Disney uh, lawyers argued that it's in fair use. So, you know, I haven't seen the documentary, so I can't say it. But just know that there is a lawsuit out there. Huh, crazy. Um, and then a little bit of Marvel news, dude. Yeah, and this is, you know, just spitball news out there that it looks like Rosario Dawson might be leaving the Marvel Universe after Luke Cage Season 2. I love Rosario Dawson in those roles. She's um, great as the Night Nurse. Yeah, and I still haven't watched... Even though they haven't officially called her the Night Nurse. Yeah, yeah. Was she in... Um, she was in Defenders. But, no, no, no. But was she in Punisher? The oh, I haven't watched Punisher yet. I haven't watched it either. And I I haven't watched Jessica Jones too either, season two. And so I'm going to watch those. And then, because Luke Cage is coming up in the summer, right? Yes. Soon? Yeah. So I want to This is wa- a lot of stuff that's happening in my road trip as I'm catching up on all this. No, no, no. I totally hear you. But so, <clears throat> excuse me. The idea is that I want, I want to see how, I, I feel like they're start, starting to make an exit for her. Yeah. Is, is how this is okay. going to go. So maybe in, in Luke Cage season two, she takes a job somewhere and leaves or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. That kind of thing. Um, but I love her on those shows. I love that she's in all of them. Well, what's so um, frustrating she's so is good that, in those. that Marvel has a knack for signing on Oscar, Oscar caliber actresses to all these roles, like Gwyneth Paltrow, Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even Kat Dennings is fantastic. But they can't keep them. Well, they... The thing is, is there's such minor roles that right. thing is, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow had a major role in Iron Man three and they brought her back for, for infinity war. And evidently she's supposed to be back for infinity uh, for Avengers four. Um, but like Natalie Portman, it's like, it's hard there's to no way to get her back. Well, I think the awesome thing would be is if they did a new Thor movie, but they, they did the, she whole the female Thor Oh, that'd be because cool. in the, in the comics it is, uh, uh, Jane. Oh, okay. Right. All right, man. So last couple things I want to just throw out there is Comic-Con news. Um, uh, really quick, before you get into the San Diego Comic-Con stuff, I've got two announcements to make. Okay. First of all, I actually applied for a press pass for the Las Vegas Fan Fusion. 
Nate. Which is happening in September. Okay. Um, I knew you wouldn't be able to go because you're going to Houston. You're yeah, yeah. going, it's going to be during school, whatever. But I applied because I think it'd be very cool. Plus, hotel rooms in Vegas are extremely cheap. Sure. So I, I applied for that. I haven't heard back yet, but that's on the board. Cool. Second, uh, today it was announced by um, Square Egg Entertainment, who puts on the fan fusion stuff, that they have canceled their winter or fall slash winter uh, Phoenix Comic Fest. Uh, which they do because Phoenix has two cons every year and they're canceling the, the fall one because it just, it's, it's, uh, attendance is down. Okay. So that was just, that was literally just announced about two or three hours ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, what I have in here is, uh, Factory Entertainment, uh, which we e- had a great interview with their, uh, to go back to our, uh, con coverage from last yep. year and some exclusives. And like I said, uh, weeks ago, I, Still waiting on my exclusives that I bought for I my wife. I can't wait to see those in person. <laughs> I know. It's going to be great. The, uh, um, the Game of Thrones uh, Wine Stoppers. Uh, and so I have a link in the show notes uh, for this. I'm not going to put it up on, on the deal for the live stream right now. Um, but they have uh, three San Diego Comic-Con exclusives just this week that they announced. The Wonder Woman God Killer Sword Prop Replica. Oh, that's cool. Okay. It's an unweathered version. Okay. Um, they've it's also foam, very much like the, uh, the Harlequin hammer from last year. It looks, look at that, dude. That's that look, cool. That looks amazing. Um, and that's limited to only 50 pieces. I'm sure it's sold out by now. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing this out there because I don't think anybody listening to this show is like chomping at the bit for us to tell them about, you know, <laughs> things that are going to potentially sell Although out. I will say my favorite factory entertainment thing that you bought last year was the, the, uh, the hand of the king. Um, Head of the over. Queen, Hand the thing the queen I'm holding over. right now that I opened our beers with. Yep. There you go, chat room. Uh, so uh, a convention exclusive. Uh, this is Batman. It's a heavy metals miniature, which looks sick. There's a cape flowing out. Uh, oh, it's cool. like superhero landing kind of thing. That looks badass. You already know that's in uh, Ralph Garman's oh, uh, collection. I, I, I am certain. And then the third one is a Back to the Future Part 3 time circuit keychain. Which uh, might have to pick up one of these. That looks pretty damn cool. Um, mostly because the wife is really into Back to the Future as well. So I think that'd be cool too. And um, the first thousand customers to place an online order for the exclusives receive highly coveted SDCC um, 2018 exclusive buttons. Which cool. looks like that. Awesome. Which is pretty cool. So yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Really quick, we had a question from from Blay in the chat room mm-hmm. um, that he was saying that a lot of people are, are wanting Shuri to become Ironheart, which I think would be very cool. Mm-hmm. But I believe Riri Williams is all, already the character that's in Ironheart, and we're having so much issue with. I mean, in, I mean, I, I don't want to put a black thing automatically on you, but there's already an issue with um, cultural appropriation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And to give it, I mean, Wakanda is great and all, but they really were going really good into Oakland at the end of the movie. Yeah. I think it'd be great if in Oakland they met Riri Williams. I agree. And they really did embrace the inner city sort of part of it. Yeah, I agree, dude. Uh, Very much how uh, the Arrowverses embraced the Vixen role. Yeah, I agree with that. Sorry, go with... Sorry to tangent here again, but... No, we're good. This is a... <laughs> tangents are good. Exactly. This is where so, we're at. Pub Crawl. Um, yeah, man. So, Pub Crawl, it's going to be July 21st, which is Saturday, isn't it? I think so. From 6 to 11 p.m. Uh, we have a, an event that night. But that said, this is going to be, yeah, Saturday, July 21st, 
uh, if you want to cosplay or do whatever, but it's a Comic-Con pub crawl. They're going to explore the gas lamp, strengthen their costumes, etc. Tickets are 20 bucks for early bird or 25 for general admission. Um, and they're available through Eventbrite. We have the link in the show notes. Um, that would be really cool to do, I think. It would um, be, but don't forget, we we already, we, I mean, we always every year do our own pub crawl. It's just yeah. called Comic Con. Yeah, it's just called uh, Wednesday being through us. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called being us walking through the gas lamp. Should we go to this pub? Okay. Should uh, we go should to the we, next one? Should we go into the bathroom and, <laughs> and take a sip from our camelback? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear that. Okay. So. <laughs> Anything else, dude? Um, Our podcast is centered on drinking. I know, I know. Uh, so, my friend, uh, so they'll hear your voice next week with yes, our Han Solo reaction show. And then a the couple weeks after that, um, I'll be rotating in some people. Um, they don't know it yet, but they're going to. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be great, dude. We're going to have a summer. And then in a, what, a month and a half, we'll yeah, be at Comic-Con. Weeks. Yeah. I, I I do I just want to say thanks for letting me take a break because I, I just do. need some time off. Uh, I can deal with it. I can handle it. You're, well, it's because you're an all star. Yeah. Hey, now you're an all star. See what I did there? Get your game on. <laughs> okay. Go yeah. play. All right. Are you, gonna, you gonna keep going? <laughs> get paid. Is that the next? One? <laughs> All I right. I was waiting to see if you would pick up a line. So before we get, to- <laughs> almost read the beginning. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. You can help I am Will Griggs. Uh, that is my co-host while he's on the road at I am Will Griggs on Twitter. iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play. Find our last shows, our latest shows. Tune into our reaction shows. If you've seen some of our, if you've seen the movies, we've done reaction shows on Black Panther and all the Star Wars movies and Infinity War. So check Deadpool. out those episodes. Didn't we do and if you disagree with us, um, you can send all your grievances to at I'm Will Griggs on uh, Twitter. Or you can send it to at Kobo F. Your- mm, okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, support the show, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Get merch on us. And of course, let us know, uh, you know, send in your submissions for our Pucked 3 Cantina. And what else we got? Uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast uh, get a free audiobook on us check out uh, what was the book you said earlier Steve Barry the Bishop's Pawn yep check that out and uh, the last way and the best way to support us which Zen um, and our drinking buddies uh, John Skeen and Eddie do is patreon.com slash the usual podcast uh, give us a buck or two or more an episode we will there's a ton of perks on there you get episodes early newsletters and all kinds of fun stuff so uh, check us out and support us and like us tell your friends yeah and of course the most important thing to do is always have a fun oh by the gods have a fun we'll see you all next week peace <laughs> <laughs>